Chapter 6 The Trial of Holly the Human Deep in the woods, beyond Sugarplum Pond and the cheery laughter of Tinseltown, nestled deep in the mountains, where everything lies in shadow, sits a most terrifying building, the gingerbread court. Now, I know what you're thinking. How scary can a building made of gingerbread be? But this is no ordinary place. This is the home of the seven most powerful and mysterious figures in all of Christmasland. Now, no one likes to see their friends get in trouble. Not at school, not with their parents. But boy, when we learned that Holly had been whisked away by the conductor and his army of nutcrackers... We all had coal-sized lumps in our throats. This was serious. We joined this steady stream of curious Christmas lands residents who were off to see what was happening. The queen watched helplessly from the castle. She may have been the highest power in Tinseltown, but the decisions made by the council, well, they were out of her hand. Upon reaching the court, a crowd was gathered outside, waiting for the large chocolate doors to open. The snow had stopped up here too, and the doors had a slight sheen to them. They were starting to melt. Finally, they swung open. And everyone streamed inside. At the center of the hall sat a ring of seven snowmen in long scarlet and black robes. The Christmas Council. Council recognizes one, the conductor. Ladies and gentlemen, I intend to prove that this human is guilty of first-degree grinching and has in fact attempted to ruin Christmas. Order! Conductor, you realize that is a very naughty crime to accuse someone of. I do, your honor, and you... Holly the human, how do you plead? Holly couldn't even look the snowman in the eye. She'd tried to do good during her time here in Christmasland, but even she had to admit that things had been going wrong ever since she arrived. Your Honor, I plead naughty. My client pleads not naughty. Not naughty. Not not naughty. It sounds like I'm stuttering. It sounds like I'm saying... I'm sorry. She is... Innocent. Cornelius, what are you doing here? I'm here to defend you. Are you sure? Of course. I know this isn't your fault. Besides, what are friends for? Thanks, Cornelius. Your honor. Uh, honors. I'm, I'm sorry. This is my first time. I, uh, I'm so... All right, Cornelius, you cool candy cane. You got this. You... My client did not come to Tinseltown willingly. She was brought here by powerful magic beyond her control. And she has done nothing, nothing, but try to make the best of it since she got here. Now, sure, some things have changed since she got here, but not for the worse. She has been trying her absolute hardest to help everybody. No, 
She wasn't helping anyone. Christmas is about tradition. She is breaking all of our customs. She broke the archway. And not only that, she has been spouting nonsense about the Christmas star. The Christmas star was literally there when you arrested me. She most certainly was not. I did not see a single glowing gaseous orb at that party. Well, duh, she can't just walk around as a big ball of fire all the time. Oh, is that so? Well, if that is true, then where is she now? That's what I thought. Citizens of Christmasland, the snow has stopped, Tinseltown is melting rapidly, and our estimates show in a few hours Christmasland will cease to exist. If you wish to save it, I implore you, using our magic, our deep Christmas magic, throw this girl out of Christmasland. That's what I wanted anyway, to go home and see my Let parents. Let me finish and forbid her from observing Christmas ever again. Objection! Overruled. Conductor, this is highly unusual. Do you understand that? This is Christmas magic that has not been used since, uh, well, I don't think we've ever used it. Well, this is a special case. Holly has not only been ruining the Christmas spirit here, but in her world as well. I have not! I am now reading directly from the Santa archives. H5. Holly caused her whole school to be evacuated while trying out her formula for homemade snow during a Christmas pageant. Hey, I saw it online, and it worked. It was just green and smelled like toes. H6. Holly convinced her little brother that he was allergic to candy so that she could keep it all for herself. Oh, that was just a harmless prank. And I shared my candy with him the very next day. Age eight. This very year, Holly's Christmas list is three pages long. And Holly, it covers most of your fridge at home. Haven't you ever heard that it is better to give than to receive? Okay, you got me on that one, but but I can explain. Bring out the list! Objection, what is the meaning of this? What does this evidence prove about my client? Your honors, if, if I may. Now, sure, some of the examples raised by the conductor may cast Holly in an, an undesirable light. I get it. I understand. But don't they also show her enthusiasm for Christmas? Your honors, we all make mistakes. Who can't say that they haven't tried to make their own snow for Christmas? But a Christmas list spanning three pages? All that says to me is that my client, Holly, is deeply passionate about Christmas. Devoted even to celebrating Christmas. And and what it represents, what we are supposed to represent. <sighs> Shall we quickly just review the list? <clears throat> A new sled for my brother. I accidentally broke his. Oops. <laughs> A new seesaw for my school's playground, because ours is all rusty and the other kids won't play on it. A new hat for my dad. His favorite one got caught in the car door and unraveled. And it goes on and on for pages like this. 
Do these sound like the requests of someone on the naughty list? Oh, that's just for show. Holly is nothing but a naughty Christmas ruiner. And I ask the council to ban her from celebrating this Christmas and all Christmases to come. This was difficult for Cornelius to hear. Christmas was literally his life. He just couldn't let this innocent young girl live in a life without it. It was... it was inhumane. He looked from Holly to the angry faces around the courtroom and back to the conductor. (sighs) This is not what Christmas is all about. Pardon me? I said, this is not what Christmas is all about. Banning people? Creating angry mobs? Bringing innocent visitors of Tinseltown before the Christmas Council? Do you know what the purpose of the nice and naughty list is? Of course. It's, um, to list which children are naughty and which ones are nice. No. I draw your attention to Section 2 in Santa's Christmas Code. The naughty and nice list is to be used only to encourage naughty children to aspire to be nice and should never be used to scare the nice into thinking that they are in fact being naughty. Anything less is not in the spirit of Christmas. So tell me, Conductor, honestly, do you think what you are doing is in the spirit of Christmas? Yes! I can't agree with you then. If you are going to ban Holly from Tinseltown and from celebrating Christmas, then you're, you're going to ban me too, because I'm going with her. Cornelius, no! You don't have to do this! Yes. Yes, I do. If this is what it's come to, if this is what Christmas... If this is, if this is what Christmas is about, then I'm, um... I guess I'm done. I guess I'm done. I'd rather have no part in Christmas at all. You'd really come with me? Of course. It's what friends do. The council sent everyone outside as they considered Cornelius's proposal. It was always sad to see a resident of Christmasland leave, but if it would bring an end to the Christmas panic that the conductor had started, the council might see it as a good solution. Many minutes later, the chocolate doors opened and we all entered. The silence in the room was eerie. Finally, one of the snowmen spoke up. The council has made their decision. From this day forward, Holly and Cornelius will be banned from Christmas land and from celebrating Christmas until the end of time. If either takes part in any festivities or merrymaking, they will be turned into coal. The Nutcracker soldiers shackled Holly and Cornelius together with an unbreakable ribbon and marched them out of the gingerbread court and back to town. All the way back to the archway where the queen was waiting. It was snowing inside the archway again. Faintly, but it was snowing. Well, I guess this will give me a chance to invent my own holiday. But I'll miss Christmas. There, there. There will be other things in life for you. Your parents and that brother I keep hearing about. And Cornelius will be with you. You take good care of her, you old candy cane, you. I will. 
All right, Holly. Coming through. Let's Wait. go. Wait. Stop. Unhand them. Brandon. You didn't think I just let them go, did you? You see, as soon as the council announced their verdict, I had begun hatching a plan. I have a solution. Possibly, if I'm wrong, you you can send Holly and Cornelius away, just, just like you want. But please, give me a chance. No, this will solve our problem. For good. And what if it doesn't, Conductor? You've become so blinded that you have not even paused to consider that you may be wrong. And who pays for that mistake? Remington, you have until nightfall. I can hold off the council until then, but after that, I'm afraid they'll need to make good on their sentence. Thank you, Your Majesty. Hold them off as long as you can. Hopefully this won't take too long. We have a little bit of our own Christmas magic now. so much for listening to Welcome to Tinseltown. The story doesn't end here, though. Continue on to the next episode to find out what's in store. Tinseltonians, thank you so much for tuning in. To get a little sentimental, we worked very hard on this series, and we really hope we brought a little bit of joy to your holiday season. So if you liked what you heard, if you felt a little bit of that Christmas magic, it would mean the world to us if you shared this podcast with a friend or family member. Just let them know we exist, and you'll make our Christmas. We want to make a second season, and you can help us make that happen by spreading the word. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at HeyTinseltown. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Welcome to Tinseltown is a Triangle Content production. Our executive producer is Dave Kiney. We were written and directed by Adam Ganong and Jenna Noor, with music and audio production by Adam Ganong. Our cast includes Jenna Noor, Adam Ganong, Alex Ryu, Charisse Lebrun, Jean-Michel Clich, Kira Chisholm, Hannah Blizzard, and Jake Knorr. With additional voices by Dave Kiney, Daniel Ganong, Philip Hall, and Wayne Knorr. Alex Ryu was our script editor, with additional writing by Dave Kiney and additional music by Ken Miller. Special thanks to Dorothy Kiney, Wayne and Susan Knorr, and Adam Raimunda. Froelich Weihnachten. Hey, Tinseltonians, Ad Guy here. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is celebrating this holiday season by giving listeners of Welcome to Tinseltown a free audiobook. Audible has over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. Because you clearly love Christmas, and I do too, I recommend Classics of Childhood Volume 3. It's a collection of all kinds of Christmas stories read by celebrity narrators, and it's fantastic. 
Just head to audibletrial.com slash Tinseltown and sign up for a free 30-day trial to get your free audiobook. There's no obligation, you can cancel at any time, and the book is yours to keep. If you're under 13, ask a parent or guardian to help. Support the show and get a free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash Tinseltown. Hey Tinseltonians, you love Welcome to Tinseltown and now you can show it. Head to the website tinseltown.show slash store and browse awesome Welcome to Tinseltown apparel and merchandise including shirts, blankets, and more. Get your Welcome to Tinseltown gear today. It supports the show, makes a great gift or stocking stuffer this Christmas. And if you're under 13, ask a parent or guardian to help out. Again, that's tinseltown.show slash store.